If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Chapter 23, Wings of Fire, The Dark Secret Sunny spread her warm golden wings and Starflight fitted his own wings around her for a hug. It always felt like exactly where he should be, even if for even if just for a moment. I'm so glad you're all right, she said, stepping back and examining him for injuries. I was checking on webs and then the skywing came in, of all things, and I was showing the healers how to put cactus milk into his wound when someone said two nightwings brought him in, and I knew it must be you. You know, I wanted to go through and find you, but Glory said no. She mingled her snout at the new queen. Glory was right. It's too dangerous there, Starflight said. Oh, please, where have we been lately that isn't dangerous, Sonny said. All the more reason we should go rescue, though. Rescue, though. Although I wasn't really worried, because of course you had to be fine so we could fulfill the prophecy, right? And look, you rescued yourself, which is so impressive. Starflight guessed that the grin on his face was probably a little goofy, but he couldn't seem to squelch it. And you are, Fate Speaker interjected, clearing her throat and sidling close, so close to Starfight that she bumped one of his wings. I'm Sunny, said the little sandwing. She tilted her head at Fate Speaker. Wow, your silver scales are so cool. That one looks like a bracelet, like you were born with your own treasure. Fate Speaker's wings relaxed a little. She held out her talons to peer at the anglet of star-bright scales. I never thought of it. I never thought of it like that. I was about to go in, I was about to say your scales are a great color. All the sayings I met were sort of pale and dusty looking. I know, I'm weird, Sunny said agreeably. You're the alternate Nightwing, right? Glory and Starflight held lots of nice things to say about you. Big speaker gave Starflight the light look that made him uncomfortably nervous. What was it like growing up in the towns of Peace Camp? So bizarre, Fate Speaker said, folding his wings and folding her wings and leaning towards Sunny. We were always moving so no one could find us, and everyone talked about peace, but it seemed like we were doing all like all we were doing was avoiding soldiers and waiting for the prophecy to come true. But it must have been amazing to live what was so it must but it must have been amazing to live with so many dragons from different tribes, Sunny said, her eyes shining. You get to see what really makes them different, and the ways and the ways they all they're all the same too. I was thinking about that, Fate Speaker said. I was with I was the only Nightwing, so I was running trying to figure out which other tribe I liked most, but you could find some something in common with all of them, Sunny guessed. Exactly. All right, Glory interrupted. As strangely adorable as you two are, I need you to, to either go away or discover your twin soul somewhere else, or focus on a battle planning with me. Battle planning, Fitz Vigo and Sunny said simu- simultaneously. Glory gave Starflight an odd, somewhat amused look, and he shifted uncomfortably, although he wasn't sure why. He liked that Fate Speaker and Sunny liked each other, but it also made him weirdly uneasy. Luckily, at that man- moment, Mangrove arrived, with the elegant older dragon Starflight had seen in King Kajru's dream. Like, let's take this meeting to the tunnel, Glory said. I need Tsunami and Clay's input, too. She gathered her wings and soared off the balcony into the trees. Fate went. 
Oscar and Sunny went next, talking to each other as they flew. Starflight followed, trying to keep his mind on the impending attack. Only a few minutes of sunshine and fresh air, and he was already finding it hard to believe what he'd gone through on the Nightwing Island. Oh, that an arm army of angry dragons were preparing to destroy all of this before the next sunrise. Once they were all gathered within sight of the tunnel, but out but out of hearing distance to be safe, Glory had Starflight explain everything he heard in the council chamber. So at least some of us, some of them are afraid of us, she said when he finished. I'd say most of them, Starflight said. I mean, I think that's the whole reason they've been kidnapping Raymings and studying them, and why they haven't attacked before. They're terrified of your venom. Glory showed her teeth and hissed. They should be. Yours, maybe, Tsunami said. But the rest of these dragons, I really can't guarantee that any of them will use it on another dragon, even if, even in a life-or-death situation. They've been told their whole lives to never, ever use it as a weapon. I've done my best, but you trying to change... But you... Trying, you tried changing an entire tribe philosophy of life in three days. I know, Glory said, starting to pace. Which I'm not even sure we should do, Sunny interjected. I like their philosophy. I could do it, Grandeur said. Attack another dragon with my venom. I mean, for the sake of my tribe. But I agree that the others would have trouble. She glanced at Mangrove. I'd try, he said. For Orchid. She really still alive? He asked Starflight. I'm waiting for you, Fate Speaker said. Starflight told her you were coming for her, and she said she'd survive until you came back. A faint wave of pink rippled across Mango's scales. I'm worried about attacking first, Clay said. We'd have to come out the other end one at a time. If they're smart, they'll be waiting, and then they can pick us off one by one. But if we wait here and let them attack, we could, we could do that too, them instead. We'd be in the strong position. I don't want any of them in my rainforest, Glory snapped. If they think they're losing, they'll set the whole place on fire just to be horrible. Besides, we have to go there to rescue the ravings. Even if we drive back their attack, we still have to go through at some point, and we'll just have wasted, well, ju- we'll have ra- wasted resources on our defense. Now we go to them first. We just have an... We just have to find a way to get everyone past the guards at the entrance. I have an idea, Sunny said. Changing our scales will help, Tsunami said at the same time. They won't see the Raimings coming along the tunnel with their camouflage. Then maybe we burst out and start attacking, and hopefully we've surprised them. Doubtful, Starflight said. Once Morrisier figures out where I went through, they'll be, high, be on high alert at the tunnel opening. I think it's a good idea, said Sunny. The one I have, I mean. We need to choose the bravest ramings for the first wave, Glory said. Tsunami, I want you to make a list for me, based on what you've noticed during, noticed during training. Tsunami snorted. A brave list might be asking a lot. You can have a least sleepy than the others list. One does not speak to a queen though that way of her citizens, Glory said with a mocking haughtiness, then laughs back into her regular voice. Anyway, I think the rain wings will surprise you. I've been meeting them all, one by one, as fast as I can, and they're a lot more complicated than they seem. Doesn't anyone want to hear my idea? Sunny asked. I do, said Starflight, but Gloria was already speaking to Mangrove. We have to make sure that we pair up related rain wings in each squadron, so there's always someone to counteract Venom if there's an accident. 
I know Sunny's been taking notes on that, so maybe make sure we use her chart when we force squadrons. With a stab at jealousy, Starfight saw Sunny lean toward Clay and whisper into his ear. Sometimes it seemed to him as though Sunny and Clay were always together, like the Mudwing was the one she could trust more than any other dragon. He wished he could be that for her instead, but he wasn't anything like Clay, and the truth was, if he had to, if he had to choose someone to trust with his life, he'd pick Clay over himself as well. I don't know how to prepare them to fight Nightwing Fire, Tsunami said a little hopelessly. Most of these dragons have never even seen fire. They'll probably think it's shiny and pretty and try to touch it. Glory coiled her tail and stared at the sky through the trees. Starflight guessed from her expression that she was thinking about how ravings how, how were going to die. There was no way to avoid it. Being queen of an entire tribe all of a sudden was hard enough. Leading dragons into battle, especially woefully unprepared dragons, was something none of the other dragonettes knew anything about or ever wanted to do. We want to stop the war, not start a whole new one. Do the ravings have any chance against the armor-clad, fiercely desperate, violent, unhappy nightlings? Are we all going to die today? We're only dragonettes. We shouldn't be leaving anyone to their deaths. But this is happening no matter what we do. We have no choice. I try to draw a map of what I can remember of the island, Glory said to Starfight. I want you to fill in as many details as you can. I guess we should have several dragons go straight to the prison caves to try to feed the trap ravings. Queen Splendor is inside the fortress, Starfight said, in the same dungeon as Deathbringer. Oh, Glory said, and several colors shifted across the scales at once. So another wing should go in there. Maybe Tsunami can lead that groups. Sleeping darts! Clay suddenly yelled, making everyone jump. Glory stared at him. What? Those sleeping darts from the ring the Raymings used to knock us out when we first got to the rainforest? Clay said. He nudged Sunny forward. Sunny says the healers have hundreds of them. The Raymings use them all the time. They play this game where they try to sneak up on each other before getting shot. That's true. Mangrove said, lashing his tail. And we take turns patrolling so we can shoot strange dragons who come into the forest, like you five, which is even more fun. Every rainwing already has a blowgun, Sunny said. Arm them all with as many sleeping darts as they can carry and use them instead of fighting. That's it, Glory flared her wings, turning dark purple with lightning bolts of excitement gold along the scales. That's exactly how Raymond should fight. It was Sunny's idea. Clay said, nodding down at the same wing. Maybe we can do this without casualties, Glory said am- animatedly. Clay, Sunny, you're in charge of arming all the ravings. Get all the sleeping darts you can find. Mangrove render, it's time to tell the village. Everyone who's willing to fight, meet by the stream here in one hour. We're doing this before nightfall. She turned to Starflight as the others flew off. Let's review the map. Tell me everything you know. Tsunami rolled a giant leaf with a sketchy map of the Nightwing Island marked out in some kind of dark fruit ink. War is coming. There's no time to be scared, Starflight told himself as he leaned over the map. You can't be the most cowardly dragon on prayer right now. Remember, you've read all the history scrolls you can find about famous battles. Now use that knowledge. It's time to prove that you really do belong in this prophecy.